Welcome in, Brims. It's the 139th gathering on the 26th Tuesday at an ordinary time. <laughs> Such an ordinary time. Jim, how about it, man? We're halfway through. Slap dab in the middle. The 26th Tuesday of the year. Smack dab in the middle of 2022. Has it been what you expected in the first half? Oh, man, it's been a little more costly. I was thinking of a Rocky Laporte joke on the way in. I stopped for gas, stopped for fuel. Do you remember uh, Rocky had a great joke? He said, I just got gas here today. He said, when we filled up? No, just give me $90 worth. (laughs) Love that joke. (laughs) What a perfect joke. Does capture it all. It really does. Oh, that's great. I had to fill up with the flammable liquid uh, yeah. to get here. Dude. Tell me about this. And I saw some flames on the way here. This is incredible. Had the boys with me. I'm Today excited. is Elliot's birthday. A man turns nine. Happy birthday, Al. He's uh, one away from the double digits. I love it. He's outside having a catch. Having a catch. And I, I was, uh, I like to say, what are, you, are you guys playing miss or catch? <laughs> They get really bummed out at you that. You roast them quite that a bit. Fires them up. That's good. I like that. Uh, yeah, today is his birthday, so uh, we had the boys here, and dude, we saw a. Luckily, no one was hurt. I mean, the guy. I think the guy who owns the car was filming the scene. Sure. As we went by. Yeah. His truck blew up. We saw this like large plume. Would you say? I would. I would call that a plume. There were many plumes. Yeah. Plumish. Plu- a, lot, plumage. a lot of plums. A lot of plumage. A lot of uh, plumage. Black mm-hmm. cloud. Like a, uh, you know, like a hanging over a sad cartoon character. Sure, absolutely. 2022. It's beautiful out Just today. walking around. <laughs> it's beautiful out. Mm-hmm. And then here is this uh, fire cloud. Oh, my God. Yeah, and we drove by. And, uh, you know, usually when you uh, are burning rubber, you're going fast. <laughs> Did you get, make every dad joke possible <laughs> along the route for Elliot's birthday? That's what I said to Elliot. I go, dude, you know what I got you for your birthday? I hired you a professional comedian. <laughs> Me. I'm going to hang out with you all day and make jokes. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing oh. your base? Why aren't you wearing your? He's on the Rays. One of his. He's uh-huh. on nine baseball teams because he's nine, <laughs> and his number is nine. So I'm like, why don't you wear your jersey today? That's yeah. how you get people to ask you because you know he's very excited about his birthday. But I told him like, you don't want to be like broadcasting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, oh, it's my birthday. Like, I think you do when you're nine. But you do. But this you is don't. the time you but can. I'm, but I'm t- I'm giving him a little bit of like you know. A little bit of rope. Kind of like ease it in there. Yeah, I'm like, why okay. don't you wear that? And they're like, why are you wearing that? You don't have a game today. Because my dad made me wear it because I'm nine. <laughs> it's my birthday. Turning nine. I'm like, that's how you could get it you in there. subtly get it in there is what right. you do. Yeah. I get that. That's that's a move right there. But you got to, um, you know, embrace the day. And and then I, I said, get in the car. I want to show you guys an explosive. <laughs> wanna... Is this the first time they've seen something like this? It's the first time I've seen something like this. Ah, I saw one in the Michigan. Tires a were melting. Years ago. That's incredible. I've not seen it get to that level. I didn't stick around long enough. I was it, it, coming back from Michigan, and there was. Did you start uh, it? No, I was pissed. <laughs> like I didn't stick around. I didn't stick around to see. <laughs> Never returned to the scene. I know the rules. The 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 ambivalent Samaritan. <laughs> well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Maybe he owed somebody money. I don't know. No, um, it was on the side of the road, and I was pissed at first. You stop. You're like, "What's going on up there?" Then you round the corner and you see it, and you're you feel bad, right? Obviously, initially, but same thing. He's standing there filming it, which I think is the smart move because he's going to be telling everybody the story for the rest of his life. Right. You might as well have the footage. Well, I saw him filming it. I, I pulled over. I was like, do you want me to get you, want me to get you in it? <laughs> you get in you in I'll it film it. I'll just take it with yours. Get in there. Come on. <laughs> Say fire. <laughs> Say flammable. Can you imagine that? I'm, I'm late. I'm running late. Why? And then you <laughs> send him a picture of your Burned out. I mean, this thing, how did, I don't even know how it started. 
Maybe it was always burning. <laughs> Since the world's been turning. We are a rudderless ship today. We have no Katie with us. We're doing our own run of show. We might be a truck fire by the end of this. We are we are running on our own today. This is exciting. This is old school for us, right? We're just going to play it by ear a little bit. I Flying love that. without a manual. I love that. We're just this. up here in the air. It's been, a, it's been a crazy day already. I just learned winter died. What's, what uh, I'm sorry, I'm breaking this. Do you know Winter, the the dolphin from uh, uh, the Dolphin's Tale? Do you remember that movie about the dolphin in yeah. Florida? We've talked about this dolphin before. Alex. Wait, we talked about Dolphin Tale on here? We t I think we talked briefly early on about the fact that I used to work like right near there and we'd, we knew we'd go see that dolphin. Alex was just down there on vacation and, and, and he said that there's winter stuff all over the aquarium. And they're like, where's winter? And they're like, oh, winter died in December. No, really? Yeah, so they're still... Didn't even make it through? It, it, didn't, it didn't make it through. <laughs> Let's not do that. I just learned this. How did the dolphin die? Did it I, we don't know. Swimming in one of those pop can holders? <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's what happened. Swim into a shopping bag? Intestinal abnormalities, the God Mike just told us. Intestinal abnormalities. Oh, really? November 11th of 2021, Veterans Day. Oh, man. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that we were kicking the show so off sorry. with a dead dolphin. I, I was going to lead with the nine-year-old. I am so sorry. Celebratory, and you're like, oh, yeah, I well, forgot to tell you this dolphin drowned. It Someone had a bad tummy. So yeah. nine. Nine's a great year. Nine's a great age. Let's just take this. Do you, what were you doing at nine years old in the summer? Um, I turned nine in 1985. Okay. The year of the Bears. The greatest year. The <laughs> greatest year. Next. <laughs> Got it in. Didn't even mean to. And that was 139. We'll be back next week when we come up with another reason to talk about the 85 Bears. It's Katie's going to come back. How'd it go last week? Uh, we just, we, <laughs> we fell into our safe lane. We just did a Bears reference. I made fun of my kids. By minute 11, we were doing the Super Bowl shuffle. Jim brought up a dead <laughs> mammal. The huge, pretty straightforward stuff here on the old podcast. I thought we talked about Free Willy on here. We talked about like Shamu and like the killer whales. We definitely. Uh, the dolphins, that's a whole different, that hits differently. Yeah. Um, but. Whew. All right, maybe we'll come back to the dolphins. I apologize. It was just something that. Last year we're on, uh, we're, we're celebrating the beginning of summer and now we're celebrating the death of winter. Okay. Well. It's just how things go around here sometimes, unfortunately. If Patrick. you are paying attention along out there, I hope you are. Just got back from uh, closing out a little Sebastian. Uh, yeah, man. Stretch. That's exciting. We're going to be taking a break. We were down in uh, St. Louis. Okay. Which is in Missouri. I've heard of it. Then through Omaha and into Kansas City. That's a cool little very Midwestern run. I like that a lot. Yeah, felt comfortable. I know you know enough about those towns that you kind of at least know what to expect sure you know you know what you're not missing when you're sitting in the room <laughs> like i i've been i've sat in a hotel room here before and done everything made it through didn't feel too guilty <laughs> agreed no i had a good time uh st louis was was fun great theater yeah Tell, was this your first time doing the fox it was the first time doing that one that's exciting because they have this fox theater uh-huh it's an old movie palace okay Remember how they would, uh, you know, I think that's like the Chicago theater here sure. was originally built for that. And I know my mom always talks about the Uptown Theater. And they had uh, that trend. They built these places. And they, the Fox movie business, that company, they were, you know, building theaters around the country. And th there's three left. I don't know how many they, they ever did. But okay. I know we did one in Detroit. We did one in... By the way, Detroit, when you're in Detroit, they're like, this is like Paris. You know, it's built after Paris. And then we just went to Paris... 
in Pittsburgh, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was in uh, <laughs> Kansas City, Paris of the Plains. It's unbelievable. Everyone's pitching Paris out there. <laughs> One guy just sell a, a kit, a franchise. You, you can be the Paris of your part of town. Vegas, they literally have the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> they have everywhere I go, claiming to be Paris. <laughs> and I can't even have a pastry. <laughs> it's been a long month. <laughs> I was just looking at it. I was at a buffet of pastries at the this grocery store right across from the theater. And, and it, it literally, literally, I have a, a video of it, the banner, pastries, and I want to post it with just like the Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> just yearning for some, just, we're, we're very close to it. We're getting there. I just want a flaky crust. That's oh, what I'm is. here for. I was at Panera this morning and she's like, sir, you have a coupon for a free pastry. Would you like to use it today? I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't. You just put your head I down. Did. And that truck fire cloud appeared over your head. I can't, I can't, I can't have one till July. <laughs> can I have one in July? Would you like a pastry? What's the date? <laughs> no. And I was like, what do you consider a pastry? You know, because Michael Palasek <laughs> thinks apple pie is not. Pat thinks it is. This whole thing happened. That's going to be great. Uh, the 4th of July party. <laughs> hey, uh, we got some people bringing uh, guac and dip. And then there, you know, some other people are bringing. What do you, can you, I'll bring a coffee cake. <laughs> And some turnovers. <laughs> what? Listen, Jim's bringing danishes. We don't need... No, we're both going to bring some pastries, I think. That's going to be... Uh, I will dive in right on July 1. I'm going to oh, FaceTime yeah. you. Fritter FaceTime. <laughs> Fritter so, yeah, FaceTime. the Fabulous Fox, um, it, was, it was awesome. It's like one of those, you know, you feel it when you walk in there. Like, this is beautiful. I read up a little bit on it, and, and it, the, I guess the whole point was like they wanted people to stay there, right? Like you don't have to go to Chicago to see this stuff. You don't have to go to other places to see it. Like the whole tagline was, you know, now you can get all of that right here in St. Louis. And that's cool. I mean, that's their whole goal with all of that, right? Is, is to make it something local that's theirs and you don't have to, you know, trek the world to get there. So I love what they did. I didn't know there's a, uh, one of the people involved in this, uh, I saw the name. Did you get to see any of the history while you were there? No, I really didn't. I saw the name uh, Marcus Lowe involved in this. Oh, who, from, uh, I think both Marcus Cinemas and Lowe's Theaters. You oh. want to talk about a dude who is wow. really into his, himself. I mean, there are people who use both names, one name. He's like, no, I'm going to, we're going to see which is better. My first name or my last name. We're going to see which one moves more tickets. The gym theaters. <laughs> he owned the gym theaters and the Flanagan theaters. Who did? Oh, Jim Flanagan did. Good. That's incredible. Yeah. So that one dude that spawned all of that? I think so. I mean, it, it appears that way. I don't know if one was like his high-end version, you know, the Marcus collection. I don't know, but it's, I just... And then he got into hotels and hardware stores? <laughs> and then he really, he moved over to both of those things. He was like, I want also want a Home Depot competitor. Let's build something together. But let's do this. Switch Separate the letters around theaters. a little bit. Switch the letters around a little bit. I want people to know it's me. Let's build, let's build something together. <laughs> it's great. That's cool, though. What was it like when you were in there? I mean, did it have that? Was it very rustic? Was it very... Jim had a uh, regal edifice. Okay. It was like a uh, Byzantine theme. No, I saw that on the... <laughs> That's a beautiful word. I what does that even know. mean? I don't even know. I just saw... I did see that on, uh -huh. the, on the site. Like, it's, a you know, restored to its... Because all these theaters, like, went into, you know, blight. They porn? were just like... Yeah, sure. They either closed or, or became porn theaters for a while or something. <laughs> we mopped here a lot before reopening. There's a lot of that, I would imagine, in some of these. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So now that they're, you know, they had the rebirth and they're all like landmarks now. And it's funny when you go downtown, there's not a whole lot 
around there. But then, boom, they have this theater district. And they had, um, you know, this artsy hotel across the street. Yeah. A ch- couple chess boards in the park. Never really saw anyone <laughs> sit down and <laughs> play chess. I sat there for a little bit and, like, tried to taunt people coming you know, walking by. Like, oh, you, oh, I bet you. Yeah, keep walking. I'll take you down. Do people in the park gamble on it, like pool, you know? There was no one there. I would love to see what happens when people, like in, in Times Square, are you like, hey, 10 bucks a piece? You know, rooks are 20. Oh, like, they is play there for, like, uh, I mean, there's got to be, right? They play for money. They're I too. imagine. For sure. You get hustled. I was watching a movie or something, and they were going in the park. Yeah. And, they, and that's a different game there. Oh, I believe it. Like the street game? Park rules. It's like going to someone's house and playing spades. It's like, right. what's a joker mean here? Right. I believe that. When you're playing basketball and you're like, that's we're, we go by. Mm-hmm. Win by two. We go by sevens and nines. That's what? <laughs> you do? 13 back to zero. That dude, was my best friend. Dude, here, here's how bad I am at math. I never spoke up. When you're going, to, when we were playing hoops, we, we play by ones and twos. Uh-huh. Which is <laughs> completely different than twos and threes. It's, it's 50% off. <laughs> the value differential. You Let's think Steph Curry's do- worth a lot now? We're not doing twos and threes. We can't <laughs> keep track of that. Let's go my ones and twos. And we would. Imagine. And then, uh, you'd be like, why was that game over so quickly? <laughs> they only made a few hoops. Yeah. All threes. Yeah. That was the. Uh, what was the theater you guys did before the, fo- the Fox in St. Louis? It was the Stiefel. I want to say Stiefel. It's S-T-I. And I only know this because we just went over this this weekend. Sure. It's Stiefel. And uh, again, another beautiful theater. Right there downtown. Yeah. I feel like we did a different one the time we were there before. I'm trying to think. That was the one week I, I did on the road with Sebastian. We did St. Louis. And I'm trying to think of what theater it was. It might have been the Stiefel. It might have been. We did. Because we did. Like, it was, uh, I refer to this too often. Uh, but it was such a fun week. Like We did Louisville, Indy, St. Louis, and Nashville. So it was kind of like you know one a day bus throughout the Midwest. Oh, that's um, great. It was a really cool run. Yeah, very cool week. Uh, you know, and uh, but yeah, St. Louis was. It was it was a smaller market then compared to what he's doing now. You know what I mean? It was beautiful then. I, I can't imagine the theater he's in now. Well, I was talking to him. and He said he hasn't really worked a, a club there. Yeah. Um, and I I think I did one club there years ago, and it wasn't like right in proper St. Sure. Louis. It was like maybe. You know, it's so funny down there. You go by the the Mississippi, people throw cities up and then name it like East St. Louis is in Illinois. Yeah. Well, then the other side is not even, was it the Missouri River? Mm-hmm. Kansas City, Missouri. And, Can- then, and then Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. How bummed would you be if you're Kansas? <laughs> you don't even get your own city? It's a very Michigan City, Indiana vibe. But we got that hit. Well, we got one. You don't got to cross the border. Ours is better. <laughs> it's the way they do it. What is, have you spent much time in uh, Kansas City? Did yeah, you, get you know, I used to go there for work. I sold packaging down there. Yeah. And I had some friends in St. Joe, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Which is right up, you know, the, the airport there, which sure. is, we talked about, hilarious. They're redoing it. St. Joe, Missouri is right up north of that. That's where the Pony Express. Okay. I used to go in there and they had like Stetson hats. I guess cowboy hats and boots, they say, started in Kansas City. Like that is like the birthplace of that gear. Really? Sorry, Texas. Wow. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. But the, uh, it just starts to make sense. Like, you don't even think of it, but the, a lot of cowboy shit in that area. A lot of cattle. Yeah. A lot of steaks. 
Omaha Steaks. Yeah, right. Shit like that. I mean, I figured that was probably the start of the Wild West, right? Like, there was nothing past that at one point. So everything there was just, it's all you had. The Plains, man. A lot of wind. Very windy. We went into Omaha. The College World Series was going on. They had brought in this old train. And that's where you start to, like, I go there now. I've been to Omaha probably, like, five times this year. And now I'm like, you know, oh, the Union Pacific Railroad. They bring in (laughs) the train here. That's where they, that's you know the routes. The whole reason Omaha, and the, sure enough, the guys went out in the lobby and met this guy I did a corporate gig for, and he's like, Yeah, you got to check out the old train here. You know, Union Pacific is here. The whole reason Omaha exists is because they built this bridge over from Council Bluffs, and it's like insane. Why did Council Bluffs exist? Like, it's same story, right? Though, right. like, every city's got its thing that it, where it came from, and, and they're they very got, proud of it. And they got that stuff from bribing people. And oh, yeah. um, enslaving people to build it. Oh yeah, it was America. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July, everyone! Here we go. I mean, should we talk about Roe v. Wade now? Oh boy, let's this get is, in. Uh, let's just. We have changed gears significantly. We're not talking about being out on a canoe uh, <laughs> without an oar. Here we go. Roe v. Wade. Holy shit! It always sounded like a, a question you decide in water. Yeah, absolutely. Or like a, a Reebok commercial for uh, who's going to be the greater athlete. <laughs> They've really shortened it. It used to be Roe versus Wade. Now mm-hmm. it's Roe v. Wade. They really got rid of that Ursus. We don't have time for that because mm-hmm. it's getting heated. It really um, is. Seems ridiculous to be rolling back rights. Agreed. But who are we to say? <sighs> I, it, that, well, that's part of it too, right? Who are we to say? But the Catholics are <laughs> they are leading the way with confusion and uh, division kind of embarrassing. I feel like there's some brims who are split on this one. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's important to, to allow people their autonomy. And to me, what's scary is just everything they're talking about. We should look at this, this, and this. Hey, listen, we don't want anyone to have to go through anything they don't want to go through. It's a personal choice, period. Agreed. You want to talk about other rights, guns, it just doesn't add up. You're going to spin yourself in a circle. Shut up. Stop <laughs> being angry and chill out. That's it. That is it, my friend. Everyone's pointing fingers. It's really easy to do right now, isn't it? I pointed a finger at a semi-truck on the way here (laughs) and said, give that one a shot. No, this one wasn't on fire. This one was, and then uh, Elliot did the pump, the the arm pump. Oh, yeah. Which was like, he had it under the window, like in the car. I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) You gotta gotta get up, get it out there. And the guy gave him one. That's still a move you love to pull. Uh, uh, A birthday one. A birthday pull. never gonna forget that. Yeah, he was fired up. He's, he's like, gonna yeah, be, he did it. He's going to be into trucks by the time he's 12 between that and the fire. That's great. There are truck drivers everywhere. Yeah. And you need to interact with them. Yeah. We're going to be pulling over up here at the rest area. Go over there. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Let's not do that. Talk to these guys. Hang on. That might be this too is, much. You know, they shower in there. That <laughs> might be too much. Go, say, go thank them. That seems unnecessary, I think, if we're really getting down to business. You ever go in there and shower? No. Like, Guy, I don't have a truck, but I just... <laughs> I just... No, I have a shower. I live 10 minutes from here. I just like this one. You know what the problem is with my shower? I don't get to meet people. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> it's just me and water and soap. No one to talk to. <laughs> Not a person in the world. I was trying to find some interesting history from this week, Patrick, and there wasn't a lot, but there was one thing I found. Uh, 2007, did you know this? The bald eagle was removed from the endangered species list. I didn't know that was... You thought it was still endangered? I thought it was still endangered. You know, I wasn't really sure where it was on that list. Mm -hmm. This seems to be like we're adding to that list more than removing Taking it away? 
This one got taken away because uh, we stopped using DDT, the uh, the pesticide, not Jake Roberts' finishing move, but it was um, like DDT was what's killing all of them. So it, we were down to under 1,000. And then in 2007, they were like, okay, we're good. We're back up to 22,000. We're fine. They're off the endangered species list. What would you guess we have today you in the U.S.? You guys can kill them again. We'll start using DDT more. Go ahead. It's good. What would you guess we have in 2022? How many eagles? We had 22,000 in 2007. Bald eagles here in the U.S. And now? Yeah, what would you just With hair out? restoration being where it is? <laughs> I would think it's way down. These... A lot of hairy eagles. <laughs> I don't know. And I love that they are called the bald. I do love that too. Bald eagles. They're like, we're, we've got plenty of hair. I think it's just the, it's the color, right? They're a beautiful bird. They're gorgeous. They're America. They're where, everything. Where were they that they got the attention of the founding fathers? It's a good question. Were they just flying all over the Northeast? I think they were everywhere. Because yeah. now I heard, like, I think I was in one of these places, like, um, we were somewhere. somewhere. We were together, and they're like, "There's eagles down at the river." Okay, right? Do you I remember think that? So, yeah. Where were I we? I don't know. Was that Pittsburgh, Paris? It could have been one of the, the Paris of uh, Appalachia. How many do you think there are now? We went from a thousand in the seventies or in the fifties when they went on the list to twenty-two thousand in two thousand seven. I'm trying to picture like how many they have at a time. Like, how could they multiply? I would, I'll guess. There's 50,000. 316,000 bald eagles. Are you kidding me? They are smashing. Oh, we should get one. We should totally get a podcast one. You can get one for the house. We could have multiple bald eagles. You could probably use your, um, didn't you wear something when you used to bowl? A little gl a little yeah. wrist glove? Put yeah, that a little wrist on, brace. And it will land on you. I would love that. Just stick your forearm out? I would love that. We'll name it Brimley. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's arch, Brim. Brimley the bald eagle? I love that idea. You gotta check out this podcast, dude. <laughs> they, have an, they have an eagle. <laughs> dude, you know what else is a huge problem I saw? Uh, pythons. Really? In the Everglades. They just found a python down there. Apparently, when they opened up the books on exotic animals uh -huh. and just started letting everyone in, you know? This is why we need a wall. <laughs> Okay. This is not where this we, podcast is intended to go. We have to keep these exotic animals. How do we say so much and so long? Out of our nation. Mm -hmm. Have you seen these carp? Don't we want them? these Asian? Okay. These Asian carp? I don't know where they're from. They don't know how to swim. They, they're they, running into everyone. Is that the problem? Is they're that jumping the problem? all around. Yeah. I, I don't know what the issue is. Why do they have to be? Why? Why do they have to point out that they're Asian? I have no idea. They're just carp. They're just carp. That was it, a whole Mayor Daly deal. You know that. We were like became sister cities with a, a country over there. I'm sure. And he was And like, they were like, hey, congratulations. Here's a, and we brought them like, you know, I don't know, hot dogs. We're like, hey, here you go. Here's something. Here's a pigeon. This <laughs> is from Daily Plaza. And then uh, they're like, oh, here's a carp. Here's a invasive species that will really destroy your ecosystem. Is that really how it happened? That is how it happened. That's insane. Yeah, it is insane. <laughs> and probably was done on purpose and we didn't even realize it. <laughs> like a Super Bowl bet? Like if we win, <laughs> yeah. you, you give us a deep dish pizza. And if we win, we'll give you a time bomb. <laughs> if we win, we get to release a, uh, a, an animal that will reverse <laughs> the pecking order. Totally change the chain of... We're going to get winter one way or another. Dude, it's a problem. And the, the Asian carp, I guess, they can leap. They jump into the lake, and now they're going to uh, screw up the Great Lakes. They're making them the good lakes. <laughs> the they used to be Great Lakes, and then these Asian carp moved in.
Lake Superior is going to become Lake Meh. <laughs> Lake Meh. <laughs> Lake ambivalent. Like slightly above average. Um, so what was the uh, the 316,000 now? 316,000 Where do most of them... Now I want to know about bald eagles. Do they migrate? Do they hang out? Do I, they stay with their young? Do they eat their young? It's a really good question. I, uh, I, they're clearly not eating enough of their young, if that's their intention, because then they, they are growing at a tremendous clip. But I don't know where they live. Where would you think bald eagles live? I don't know where they live, but I, if they were getting residuals for <laughs> how often their image is used, uh-huh. they would be... They're doing well. Penthouse nests. They're probably off a they would coast be, somewhere. Can you yeah. imagine? Hey, we... Uh, First of all, you're killing us <laughs> with this DDT stuff, but we're the face of the, we're on all the coins and currency. We're not getting any residuals here. Yeah, that is uh, pretty American. We cannot have the symbol of our country go, you know. Extinct. I think Ben Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird. Is that true? That is true. I never know. With, I mean, that, is, that is a fact, I believe, that I read. That could, would suck. Could be accurate. He wanted it to be the turkey. Think so, so like we were going to like eat it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah. If we were like, all right, everybody, let's, let's, let's have some bald eagle for, for 4th of July. Like we wouldn't do that. Right. That would be weird if the, the national animal was also dinner. Do you stuff your eagle? <laughs> it's eagle sausage. I'm trying to cut back on my cholesterol. So I'm having a lot more eagle sausage. <laughs> Just have like a eagle duck, eagle duck <laughs> eagle chicken. Duck. John Madden brought the eag duck in into, into our parlance and, and life has never been the same. Oh, pour some out for John Madden. <laughs> we still, Man, did we just find out? We had like a memorial episode. Did we just God, find out? How easy were things? <laughs> we were that sad about John Madden. Life was that much easier that we were like, we got to talk about John Madden for a little bit. It is. And now we're talking about the reversal of human rights. Uh, yeah, Ben was probably trying to distract everyone from that illegitimate kid he had <laughs> in Jersey. <laughs> Hey, look over here. I'm making electricity. No, turkey should be the national bird. Just doing everything he possibly could to distract from his. I love it. I love the, like the nuggets that follow you through. Like he probably was like, I hope everyone forgot about that turkey idea. I mean, (laughs) come on. I did do the kite thing and bifocals, you know, I'm not, you know. Yeah. I've contributed a lot. Like George Washington Carver made all kinds of shit. And we're just like 3,000 ways to do a peanut. It's probably that woman that, uh, maybe one of the women that had one of his illegitimate <laughs> children that he ditched was like, you know that call in the paper, <laughs> call in the Philadelphia Gazette. You think he's so great? Yeah. Why don't you remind everyone how he wanted the turkey <laughs> to be the national bird? Okay. You imagine that? The turkey on the back of all the. Maybe he could raise his son. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Just calling angrily, and rightfully so, if that's the case. Founding father, how about disappearing father? <laughs> how about never hey, around father? Hey, find your family. We're right here. <laughs> find us, Ben. Founding father. <laughs> Hiding father. Pitching father. Uh, uh, we have a great review. Did you see this? You, you mentioned it. Of course I, you saw Jim, this. I wanted to just maybe try one of these buttons that Give say Brimley Review. Maybe, you're, you're, maybe you're, I get Elliot on here for his birthday. You're hovering over them one like of, a game I was of saying, Simon. I always screw up. Do you want to take a shot? I'm going to go, I'm going to go blue. Nothing happened. Now keep in mind, I don't have headphones. <laughs> so I, like everyone at home, have no idea what happened. Nothing happened? No, I didn't hear All anything. right. It's a blank one. Try a different one. Something could be happening. 
You're just not hearing it? No, I'm not hearing it. Got it. All right. Well, hey, neither will they. All right, good. Then hopefully they hear none of this. All right, I don't know what happened there, Ben. You might have to play with that one. <laughs> Good luck. He usually likes to leave it in and be like, it's funny to just listen to you guys be idiots. <laughs> and then talk about Ben. I don't know what happened. I think I just solidified that decision. I'm pretty sure I jumped <laughs> in too. Um, yes. We got a great review from Micah Go. How would you pronounce this? Micago? It's M-I-K-E hyphen A-G-O. Oh, it's got to be a Chicago. Micago? Yeah. Micah Go. I think it's Micago. Uh, funny and random. Uh, Five-star review from Mike. Uh, funny and random. Love the sarcasm and the accurate-ish information. We'll take it. Jumped in about a year ago. Never actually learned the definition of brim, though. Also, form, phone orders are more efficient and better, but they are wrong and shouldn't be allowed. Sounds like he's on the fence. This is a real fence sitter. I like this guy already. He is right up our alley. Mm -hmm. This is what we need in our country. This is exactly it. Centered. I see both sides. Balanced. Uh-huh. Mike, I gotta go. I wish she was about 3% more on my side of that fence, but uh, I get where you're going. I need a Mike, I go in my life. <laughs> I love it. Thank Are you. Are you on indecisive and not sure what to think about everything? <laughs> Pick up a Mike, go. <laughs> Sounds like something that happened in the past. It really does. It really does. Uh, Accurate-ish information. I got to be honest. I'll take that. That's better than I expect from our Brimleys. I'll take accurate-ish. That's good. Sounds like our, uh, we do most of our research on Wikipedia. Our tagline. And what is the definition of a brim? Mike, you're the definition of a brim. Mike, ago? Oh, my God. I almost cried. <laughs> Jim, he is. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, yeah, right. Listener. Someone who listens to the show. It's named after uh, Wilfred Brimley for no apparent reason. Uh, and uh, we're very happy you're a listener. Mike, thank you for the review. Yeah, get in there and send us some reviews. That helps us a lot, man. It really does. Goes a long way. I got a great note from uh, Ryan Gillen and... And ran into him as well. He he, uh, he told me that he also gets hung over in the thighs. <laughs> he gets, it's he's, so weird. He's like, hey, listen, I don't want to get weird, but. And he's a gray brim. Okay, I love this. And he was uh, very nice. I heard from a few people about um, my uncle and uh, really nice to hear from people. I heard from the Wishers on the, uh, the episode where we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Running into. Mr. Wisher. Yeah, the whole fam. Your old boss, how you got him uh, run out of the company. <laughs> it's not how it went. <laughs> Did we not say that twice? <laughs> um, so yeah, always great to interact and hear from the listeners. This is uh, this is why we do it. Otherwise, it, we don't know anyone's even paying attention. Agreed. I got a lot of uh, uh, Popsicle comments. Uh, that was a popular debate this week. I saw this too. Someone said, "Have over. you gotten any of the red, white, and blue ones for the fourth? No, I have the not. rocket ships. No, I, what I would have to it'd be blueberry, that'd be blueberry, uh, strawberry, and plain. Really? When was the last time you had a popsicle? Uh, it was last Tuesday. Come on, or last Monday? Yeah, you, I haven't gone back. You went home and threw I was them like, out. You sickened me. I I can't look at them. It's like you with your fruit goodness. Someone did send me, uh, I think it was Marcy, one, one of our brims sent over uh, after that. There's a new Heinz ketchup popsicle coming out. Oh. That is awful disgusting. sounding and right up our alley. Oh, I, I would have to be, that's like a, like 20 bucks to eat it. <laughs> right? One of those? I think you'd have to have a hot dog popsicle or something like a burger popsicle that you can like, like go back and forth with, right? You can't just go ketchup popsicle all the way through. I couldn't do it. I don't think anyone could. I don't think it's a good idea at all. I would love some fan art, though, of Jim <laughs> with a popsicle. This is not what the... Possibly... This is not it. Standing in front of what? Like the... Uh, maybe you got headphones on. 
you're in front of a all over the place water tower. Oh, and it's not even, I'm sorry. It's French's. So it doesn't even, fuck that. It's, I'm sorry. It's French's, uh, uh, mustard popsicle. Yeah, no, it's, it's French's ketchup popsicles. It's not Heinz. Yeah. It's an imposter. French's is the one that does the, the mustard, the mustard. I agree, but they're also doing ketchup popsicles. Really? They are stepping into Heinz's turf. Oh man. They are coming for the King. You better not miss Frenchie. You better not you miss. better not miss coming for Heinz. He's got 57 flavors. He's got a museum. Do you? We played football at that museum. We played football <laughs> at that museum, whether we were supposed to or not. That's the kind of museum we love. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of museums, um, I have a story that has nothing to do with them. <laughs> this is the best transition I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm intrigued. This 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 movie is in the museum, okay. the Library of Congress. Oh, and I know you get so mad when I bring up stuff, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> I don't know why I'm even drawn to this. <laughs> you get so mad when I bring up. Could stuff. have to do with uh, the fruit flavored sativa gummy, and <laughs> comfortable pillows, and time of day. Hell yeah! But after a couple shows the other night, I was flipping through, um, just you know, chilling in the room, and there's. West Side Story. Oh. Now, this was like a deep dive in seventh grade or eighth grade. Did you school. ever get into this? No, I'm because familiar with it. This is the way they get Shakespeare in a lot of people's heads. Yeah. Right? They'll package it in a uh, Trojan horse. Got you it. know, maybe uh, in the, in in the shape of a snappy musical. Oh, yeah. Which is going to alienate others as well. You <laughs> little sharks and jets. Right. <laughs> Right. If you don't like it, you might. You know how we get these meatheads to learn mm -hmm. Billy Shakes? <laughs> we'll have some dancing <laughs> and snapping. <laughs> Natalie Wood, who plays Maria in this mm -hmm. film, I don't know if she's in brown face, but a lot of the actors are, like, some of them are in oh, wow. brown face. Okay. White actors being in. And this is how you hear about West Side Story now. Sure. Never heard that. Never thought I of didn't that. Know that. Because they weren't allowed to talk, probably. But they, um, I did audition. In brown face, <laughs> but they were no, no. They, I said, hey, but what about the sixty-one? Won the Academy Award. See, you're getting very uncomfortable, but I'm just stating facts, I know. right? <laughs> it's not a fact. What's not a fact? You didn't go audition in that. No, I didn't. Oh, okay, that was okay. a joke. I know. I know. I'm just making that clear. Go ahead. That was the joke. That was to get me to point out the ridiculous nature of this movie that was celebrated, and uh, it's a good movie. Sure. Right? I don't know that you know a lot about it. So I don't know a ton about West Side Story itself, but I get it because when I was in high school, like right around that time, the Leonardo DiCaprio version of Romeo and Juliet came out. So that was our packaging of it. They're like, this is great. You've got to learn Shakespeare now, right? You, you've got to. Oh, was that some... the, uh, the Cardigans? Love yeah, Fool? Yeah, it really was. And, and you, you throw DiCaprio in there. Now you're getting everybody hooked. With um, Homeland? Yeah. Claire Danes? Well, Claire Danes. Mandy Patinkin was in it. Was his love interest? No, Claire Danes. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Little Homeland. I never saw that one. I've never seen that version. I remember it was like wildly popular. Yeah. Did really well. Um, but I was probably had already studied Romeo and Juliet. Sure. So I think a lot of people like who studied it later probably. Sure. Did you, uh, did you like that one? Yeah. I mean, I saw it. I got it. It was good. Like, it wasn't something I've ever gone back and revisited. You know, I don't know. I mean, that soundtrack was permeated throughout my high school. There was a ton of random shit on there. It was, like, very big. But, yeah, 
a lot of a lot of trying, like a lot of uh, come lot on of teenage angst in the songs. I want to see what else was on there. Come on, no, no one can hear us. <laughs> Where are you going? I just put on the cardigans. <laughs> love so me, love me, say that. Yeah, they uh, well, they do that a lot where they take a an old story and repackage it into you know the modern. But this is a little different, and I kind of forgot. So I was watching it, and I'm like, oh man, here they are, Tony and Maria, like they're about to get. They'll be dead in a minute here. But then I forgot that they don't die. It, it, it the, uh, it's the other guys that die at the fight. And they have, uh, I don't know. Okay. It's just a lot of fence climbing and music and fights and singing and snapping. Got it. Although I was like looking up the, the movie because it's, we were, we digested it one way during that time. And now different frame differently because sure. of the way. Rita Moreno is the only real Puerto Rican in the movie. Really? And it's all, you know, mostly white people acting like they're Latino. Uh-huh. And she was, um, I think she won the Academy Award. Wow. But I was like looking at her. She's had a really crazy life. Like, a, you know, she was um, Marlon Brando's lover for like nine years. Ooh, really? They were. What like, a. What a title. And then you have like just the people that were involved in this, like Leonard Bernstein and Stephen Sondheim, like the, the people that wrote the songs, wrote the lyrics, uh, Natalie Wood, like she had a really crazy life. Um, no one really knew, even knows what happened to her. She sure was what? Off a boat, right? Off a boat, yeah. She was killed. I mean, that's, I had no idea she was even involved in this. And they were, she's Maria. She's the one, uh, she's like the main role. And then you have, um, you know, just looking at it, it was going to be like East Side Story and about a Catholic boy and a Jewish girl. And then they, they changed it. And it just seems to be like a, one of those movies that a lot of people know about because it cleaned up at the awards and it's just like a great American story. Yeah. And didn't they just redo it? Yeah, they just redid it. I think Spielberg's involved. I haven't seen that one. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm flipping through and I'm like, I'll just like, I'm just going to watch this. Whatever it is. And it's just like, you almost have to like give yourself five minutes to see? see if it takes yeah. because, and I sense this when I watch TV with my kids, like okay. they just don't watch TV the way we did, obviously. Right. right. But there is a calming effect for me to sit there and watch what's ever on. Nothing else. If it's commercials or, you know, it has to be something I kind of enjoy, but I don't yeah. sit and watch a lot of shows. But when I do, it's like, I don't know. There's so much pressure now that everyone has to like really want to watch what you're watching. <laughs> when you have a family? When you have a family. It's like, ooh. But you have more screens than ever. Right. But still, you want to watch something. It's like, oh, why, why are you going to watch it in here? Like everyone's got screens now, but you still like, it's interesting. They don't even know the, they can't even appreciate, they do know, but they can't even appreciate that they might enjoy something else that they don't know is coming. Oh, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've got seconds to decide. Nope. And they usually do because there's a lot of like some of this history stuff we're watching, uh, like the people that built America, the food that built America. Sure. Like Taco Bell, like they have Gary Bell. Do you yeah. know that this, that's who started there's Taco Bell? There is Gary Bell started Taco Bell. Come on. He tried to get a burger business going. And then his wife left him because he was obsessed with it. He was out in California, saw McDonald's taking off, saw like another, you know, 
I don't know, it was uh, in and out. Sure. Fat burger. Sure. All that stuff was going on. Um, all these startups and he pivoted to tacos. So like when you go to Taco Bell, you can just be like, you want to go to Gary's? <laughs> That's amazing. Going to Gary's place. That never would have been my thought that Gary Bell was involved. And his idea was to deconstruct a burger, basically the ground beef, uh-huh. tomato, cheese, lettuce, and then put it in. What he was seeing is a lot of Mexican uh, people that had moved to Southern California we're doing taco trucks. Okay. His spin was the hard shell. The, ah, that wasn't very that, typical. No, you're not getting those at taco trucks very often. And he, um, you know, started Taco Bell. So the kids, like, they're not going to, hey, you sure. want to, hey, come on in. You want to watch <laughs> Food That Built America? Like, they don't even. Yeah. But like, when you are. When you're in it. Constantly on demand and stuff, you talk about living in a tunnel. That, and that is, that silo stuff is happening to everyone. And then it's like, oh, you like this? Oh, we're just going to give you more stuff that's exactly like that. Right. Don't worry. You watch the HGTV show? There's a thousand of them. You want to be on a beach? You want to be in Mexico? Where do you want them to try and find a house? You want it big? You want it small? Like, they will pinpoint exact, and you never get out of that. That's fascinating. I didn't even think about that. That's all they know. So if it weren't for me, they would never know that Gary. <laughs> I would never know about started Gary. Started Taco Bell. Unreal. Can you imagine going through life? That's so. Not knowing that Audrey Hepburn was supposed to be Maria <laughs> in the movie. I had no idea. But she was pregnant, but it had a couple miscarriages and didn't want to strain. That's what we're talking about. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Because it's hard being pregnant. It sure is. Back. Are we going back? I don't know, Jim. What I mean, we, we, have to, we have to be committed to our message of welcoming everyone <laughs> agreed and expanding horizons i love that in our world the sharks and jets get along For sure yeah you got the water we got the air friends maybe we should write a musical about That's how we feel i would rather not no i would rather not we have to trojan horse our feelings <laughs> there was a uh, there's a great burrito place in my hometown called gary burrito and now i'm questioning everything i thought it was just because it was on gary avenue well, that's now he, maybe it's Gary Bell's offshoot. Maybe it's his Marcus theaters. It might be Gary Bell because he sold out and got really, you know, coked up and <laughs> knee deep in issues. Really? No. Oh, he's good. His, Ma Bell didn't take care of Gary. I don't, I don't know if he's still, you know, going With around or. Well, Patrick, I've got some news. Um, I looked it up and Gary Bell is, is not the guy's name. His it's name not- is actually, his name is actually Glenn Bell. Glenn, I'm Glenn sorry. Bell, um, which, first of all, uh, are we proving Mike's review uh, accurate-ish information? <laughs> We're pretty is. close. Sorry. We are pretty close, and I think that's good enough. So Glenn Bell. Glenn f- Gary. Glenn Bell. Glenn Gary Ben Taco. <laughs> Glenn Gary Glenn Bell. Before Glenn Bell became a conservative talk show host, he opened up Taco Bells all over the country. That'd be amazing if you're like, uh, oh, Pat, I looked it up. It's not Gary. His name is Chalupa. <laughs> His name is Gordita Bell. Oh, it's Gordita. I knew it was a G. <laughs> I knew it was a G. He, um, when did he start this? When did it close? When did it open? I mean, 1964 not- was the first, or 1962 was the first actual Taco Bell, it looks like. Uh, Wait a minute. Taco Bell opens in 1962. And then they kill the president the next year. Wait, what? You can't give these people anything. Wait, what? No one's ever happy. What happened? 
My sister saw Billy Joel this weekend in South Bend. Okay. And uh, didn't hear from her the entire day. Didn't hear from her the entire next day. But she did send me a clip from the concert. You click on it and all it is is, JFK, blown away. What else do I have to say? <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. No, hello, goodbye. Just that, that is clip. All you need. Sent it to me. She's a brim. Thank you, Beth. Oh, and my dad actually. You talk about Brimley Banner. These are like the uh, the inner circle brims. My dad was like, uh, he sent me this article, and he was like, this could be an idea for Jim. And it was a man who wallpapered his uh, bathroom with baseball cards. How about that? I like the fact <laughs> that your dad's thinking. That's a smart man right there. Hey, man. That's great. Great idea and there. Peel them off and try to sell them. <laughs> Where's that one, Ben? Well, you don't want to know. <laughs> Tell me the story behind this one. I would be like, I love that you put the baseball cards on the wall, but why are they backwards? <laughs> so you can read the stats. So I can read them. <laughs> Did you know? I used to love those. Like the, <laughs> the little, the little. Remember nuggets? when the guy would suck? It'd be like, you know, three lines and each city would be like not a major league town. It'd be, it would say like, you know. Kankakee. Kankakee. Annapolis. Peoria. Annapolis. <laughs> yep. And it was like, you know. And they'll come up with something positive. It's very like. Mike went one for four with a run scored. <laughs> in a game versus Pawtucket. <laughs> Bets 300 against pitchers named Glenn on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, random shit like that. They'll do something to make them look good. Jim collects snakes. <laughs> Wait, what? Dude, I, I forgot to get back on that python yeah. thing. So when they started letting these pets in, people were ditching the pythons once they got too big into the Everglades. And now they have become the uh, number one predator over the American alligator. Wow. The gator, the python. Wow. And they just pulled one out. You can, uh, actually, we were talking about maybe doing this with some listeners. We can go down there, hunt python, <laughs> and then we get bounty. Oh, that's pretty cool. We get paid. Oh, I like a good bounty. So, I mean, I'm not going to go there for that, but if I have a gig, like Nearby. just a supplement, you know, if I'm like opening for Sebastian down there and like, hey, I got, I'm open. You know, Sarah's always like, what are you doing during the day? You have all this time during the day. What do you even do? Well, <laughs> and then just throw down some, some boots, some yeah. snake skin boots. <laughs> what do I do? You're here's welcome. A, here's a purse <laughs> made out of a python that I pulled out of the Everglades. Mr. I don't do anything. I was out on one of those boats that has a fan on it. I was those go, fans are good for chopping pythons, by the way. I never want to be on a body of water that is navigated by those boats. That's insane. You ever see those? Yes. And it like, it, it's just a little handle that pulls your direction. You're like half tipped over already. What is it's the point very, of that? I have no idea. How eager are they I to have, get in the water? I have no idea. I think you have to. Should we finish point. building this boat? No, <laughs> it's good. Give me that oscillating fan. <laughs> You're at a 45 degree angle the whole way through. It's Some like, of them you stand on. I know. Some you sit on. It's insane. What are they called? It's like you're. It's like you're. It's like you're at an Aaron Water show. And you're, nah. Is he doing tricks? No. He's just <laughs> navigating just the bayou. Up and down. You lost the phone on that one. Just navigating the bayou. That's crazy. Did they say how much you get per python? And does DDT take them out? It depends on their size. Okay. Oh, you're getting per pound. It depends on. Yeah. Okay. Depends on the. It's like a ground round back in the day. Their hiss. Oh, <laughs> the pitch, the volume. We need to know here. Decibel level. What are we after? But they are. They're a problem. I believe that. All right. So what are they called? They are called airboats. Okay. That An makes airboat sense. is also known as a fan boat, plane boat, swamp boat, <laughs> bayou boat. <laughs> this is turning into Forrest Gump. It is. <laughs>
If you are, it says here, if you are on one, you may have had sex with someone you're related to. <laughs> that is not no, it's part of the Wikipedia that. definition. It doesn't say that, but it does say... I mean, it's, it's not unlikely. Aircraft-type propeller. Uh-huh. So these boats must have been manufactured near a... They were invented near a dump. It's <laughs> <laughs> a helicopter crash site. And they're like, well, we, the top's still good, right? <laughs> Can we just make that a boat? It says here they were invented here by a man with, in a raccoon hat. <laughs> with a real good sense of balance. Dr. Alexander Graham Bell seen here in his uh, engine test. Come on. Aircraft boat. Fleeing his children, fleeing his illegitimate children. He is. Uh, he was involved at the, at the uh, first prototypes. Really? Of this craft. This I didn't know that. Alexander Graham Bell. Glenn's brother? Yes. And there's aviation pioneers involved in this. These boats are no joke. We need wow. to get some of these on Lake Michigan. All right. Can't I think we should be able to rent these at the Lincoln Park Lagoon. I think we should. We used to be able to do the paddle boats. Yeah. You ever do those? I have not done those. That's a that's a great date. That's a fun little third date. And I don't think you do that right off the bat, right? I was thinking. We're always talking about refillables. Like, yeah. how do we do? And <laughs> someone pitched. Dude, I, this is not my idea. This is a Brimley pitch. Mm -hmm. Brimley banter. This mm -hmm. is what we want to encourage. Someone mm -hmm. said a romance moment with Jim. Don't. They said, don't ask him in the middle of an episode. <laughs> I said, he's not going to care. <laughs> this is a, I love that they're into my, listen, I know how neurotic Jim is. So you got to ask him at the right time. That's amazing that listeners know this much. No, it's not from a listener. Oh, okay. I Trojan horse did. <laughs> you really did. Through a brim. You really did. I was going to write a musical about it. <laughs> girls, girls, who are the girls? I don't. Natalie Wood <laughs> couldn't snap. Okay. So they had to dub it over. I read that. Really? Yeah, I couldn't. I can't really snap either. I can't snap I'm with my left hand. I'm not a good whistler can either. You snap with your with both hands. I can. Left's not strong. Doesn't sound as good as the right. Ooh, that's a good one right oh. there. Do you, you got a wall here to echo off of? Is your snap the sound hitting your thumb hitting your hand, or is it your click? Mine's like a. I think it's the middle finger hitting the hand. I am not good at snapping. I'm not either. Can you whistle like a... No. No. I used to have a neighbor whose dad would just like do this big whistle and get him home every day. And I was just like, that dude's fucking cool. Right? He doesn't have to talk to his kids. He doesn't... Sure, they're probably not doing great now, but like at the time it seemed awesome. Right. Dude, these are the things that like my kids, they're going to a camp and they're getting, playing dodgeball. Like what do you guys do today? Dodgeball. And then we, you know, we played like home run derby and... What'd you guys do? And then there's a, just <laughs> belt out the, the finger whistle. Like, what'd you guys learn today? Tom, oh, tying my shoes now. What'd you guys learn today? You know, these life skills. I love it. What'd you guys, and they do like a magic trick. They, they pull their thumb in half, <laughs> pull a coin out of your ear. Give them some stuff that like, right? I love it. Trust us with your children. <laughs> They're going to leave here with skills. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Just like, I mean, I think you'd be much more likely to sign them up if it was not like, you have to go to 26 baseball games. I think, I think it'd be like, hey, drop them off when they come back. They're making souffles. Yeah. Like, that'd be so much better. Get your learn on. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you, though. Uh, my dad sending that baseball card thing made me realize that when we were in Richmond, you disappeared for a little bit. And I was, uh, I know you invited me you and did. I was flattered that you did. Um, but I knew you needed to go into that world alone. I'm kind of happy you didn't go just from a standpoint of me just being like, oh, 
like like a like a child in wonderment. You know what yeah. I mean? It was sure. very very cool. It was for me. It was. I saw these guys had 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 purchased this. Uh, uh, the figure hasn't been even officially announced, but like like over a hundred million card collection from a guy who'd been collecting stuff since. He had every top card from like top card from like 1955 on every top baseball card, and then tons of stuff before that. So it was like a museum of like the coolest, rarest, you know what I mean, stuff that you're ever gonna see. And, and yeah, had, and he I was like, his bathroom with and he, this is in his bathroom, correct? And it's a pretty big bathroom. No, um, but you say a hundred million, hundred million cards. A hundred million cards. That sounds like a like a like a make believe number. Like a nine. Like my son would make that up today. Like absolutely. I want. I hope I get a hundred million. I'm gifts get a hundred million. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it sounds like. And that's a conservative estimate by many people's opinions. Um, but one dude was like a hoarder and collected all of this. So it was really cool to see. Also, a, a little bit of a terrifying lesson. You know what I mean? You're like, throw some shit out. Make sure you sell stuff. Like, but it was very cool to. And 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 these. You know, he was getting up there in age, and these guys bought it and now they're trying to they're, they swindle him they did not swindle him uh they, they gave him the fair market value they absolutely worked with the family for something that was great to everyone and their goal isn't to sell it their goal is to make a museum or something where you can actually go in and see some of these things that are incredibly rare will we be able to uh, play football there you will not be able to play football oh. <laughs> i know i know it's what you like in a museum but unfortunately you can't do it everywhere but they were very nice they were very good you know gracious with their time they let me come in and just hang out i do they did believe, make me take my shirt off they didn't me take my shirt off. It was the, it was the Arnold and Dudley episode where they met the Maytag man. Um, <laughs> was, is there anything like when you're pulling up, what are you looking for to feel comfortable or what relaxes you right away that you're not going to get murdered or you're not, that it's nothing because it's like a warehouse. Okay. Like, and it's somewhere that just, they bought to put this. No one's and been so, killed at a warehouse. Okay. <laughs> no, no, but nothing is there to make me feel good about it is what I'm saying. All I thought was that like, this is a terrible situation. I mean, they were, they couldn't have been nicer and you know, they had been on other things. They'd been on podcasts and stuff. So I knew about this and them when I reached out to them. So it wasn't like, Hey, come over here, bring a lot of money. Don't wear a shirt. It wasn't like <laughs> random. It was very, <laughs> please wear clothing. Here's the address where we're storing everything. It was more about them trusting me, I feel. Sure, like. yeah. Because also, I, like, when I'm leaving, I'm like, do you guys want to check my pockets or anything? And they're like, no, we trust you. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I just had my hands on some of the rarest, most valuable cards in the world. I mean, like, mini Minoso rookies, the, the, the Honus Wagner T206, not the Honus, but other cards from that collection, stuff from the 1920s that's, like, been around 100 years. And, and I'm you didn't pretty sure anything? they thought I was Jim Gaffigan. And you that's didn't why take they let me <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I wouldn't even let them offer me like anything that wasn't rare. I didn't want anything out of it. It was really just to go and 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 see this insane person's collection. They thought you were Jim Gaffigan. They did. It's, he's like I, he's like I I when he was like, do you know who Jim Flanning and the comedian is? I was like, yeah, I know that guy. And you don't look like you don't look like what I thought you were gonna look like. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I'm not wearing glasses. I'm pretty, he's like, that's not what I mean. I was like, okay. I and want I tanning. Just <laughs> I just left. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they thought it was. I really am. But they were, they couldn't have been more gracious. It was very, very cool. Um, well, those guys really did their research. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> you're like the wrong like, person in there. This is our Babe Ruth rookie. And you're like, this is, this isn't Babe Ruth. <laughs> this is Gary Ruth. <laughs> this is Glenn Ruth. Founder of Taco Bell? Oh, no, that's Glenn Bell. The, we all know. I thought, oh, man. <laughs> These yeah. are baseball cards. 
These are new kids on the block cards. This dude had like hustler cards. He had a box that was just labeled nude. We didn't go through it, but just like. Did he ask you uh, to do the hot pockets bit? No, it did not. It did not. And these were not the collector, again, they, but like they had purchased Guys, the collection. do you want to check my pockets? They're like, your hot pockets? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what is that? Is, this a, is that a Lou Gehrig in here? And you're like, hot pocket. <laughs> like, All right, get out of here, you rascal. <laughs> Stolen stuff in his pockets, they are hot pockets. <laughs> the accuracy is incredible. Why is this guy staring at me? With a, he wants to take my baseball cards. <laughs> Love Jim Gaffigan. He's a uh, Midwesterner. He is. He, he probably collected baseball cards. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. He's a he's a Midwest dad through and through. And he's pissed off the Catholic Church recently. Oh, he has. Yeah, by coming out with his uh, his thoughts on things. He's been very vocal. So good for him. Hey, the Pope himself. Yeah. The Pope himself. Agreed. Took a little swipe at Americanos. The hey. the uh, the absurdity of the hypocrisy of the uh, uh, you know. That's a lot of... Uh, All of it. Starting to sound like a preacher there. <laughs> the absurdity of the hypocrisy. But we go on, right? And, and this podcast isn't for that, but it is a little bit. We got to, you know, keep our eye on, you know. I think we got to be who we are and say what we think. I agree with that. Keep an eye on our rights. That's it. We got to fight. Burner. Jimmy loves the BC boys. I'm a big fan. Um, I did get one more uh, piece of Brindley banter I forgot to mention earlier. I didn't know this. The inventors of Flavor Ice are from Oak Brook, Illinois. Get out of here. Paul Farvar grew up across the street from them. Uh, he said, grew up right across the street from them, and he was baffled by the snap. Really? He's like, my whole life, never knew about the snap. Is it true? Uh, it's got to be. I mean, it, it, it makes sense that... Yeah. You can do that, right? You can break right through the middle like a Slim Jim. I didn't realize they that they- should have hired Macho Man. What year did Flavor Ice come out? I don't know the exact year. Well, people want to know, Jim. Uh, well, you are those people you just asked. 1926, a Chicago entrepreneur named Charles T. Wagner, Chucky Weggs, noticed the popularity of Jell-O and decided to start his Gel Cert brand, which is located right down the street from my house now. Very local. I didn't realize they were Gel Cert. You know, you think everything has already been thought of, right? It's like, what are you going to come out with? What's going to be your invention? Flavor ice is taken. Yeah. Because sometimes you trick yourself. You're like, I would have thought of that. <laughs> Luke was telling me last night, I was on a walk with Luke and um, Ralphie, and, and he, was, he said um, he would like to invent something that open tops. Open, so he's like, he's like, it's not really a thing, but it's a robot, and it has a flat surface, <laughs> and you put it on your counter... And then you, it's just like you're, it opens your, the lids. Like, okay, bud. Yeah. Like a can opener? That sounds great. Patent it. Like, <laughs> like a can opener. That's really, like a robot that opens cans. Basically. All right. I Maybe like I that. Maybe I should show him a can opener <laughs> so he can move on to another idea. <laughs> Is that your way of calling my son unoriginal? No, I'm, I'm just asking if the patent <laughs> office, you might want to check with the patent office to see if the can opener is already patented before you encourage him further. Maybe he will become an entrepreneur of a different... I hope so. ...different kind. I hope so. Elon Musk was born today. Oh, boy. In, uh, Are we all excited about that? In Africa, South Africa. Yeah? Not American. Elon Musk. <laughs> Thank there you. He says American entrepreneur. I, think, I do believe he has a citizenship, but uh, not very much about him. <laughs> feels American. He's dual. He's dual at but, best. But happy birthday to Elon. All right. Do you know, are you assuming your son's going to be a megalomaniac when you name him Elon? Is that like the intention? 
Yeah, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> I mean, you don't think he's just going to have a normal life, right? You name him Elon, you're like, this guy's going to fuck some shit up. I guess it distracts from Musk, <laughs> which sounds like a cologne. Elon Musk does sound like a cologne. That truck driver wore <laughs> that we were talking to earlier. <laughs> That's what you smell when you are in the shower room of the, the rest area. It's what you get when you put the quarter in? Yeah. <laughs> it's Elon Musk. It just sprays at you right there in the bathroom. Ooh, smells like musk. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Stop crying. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a, um, a wrap-up to get to here, Jim. I hate to say goodbye, but I'm going to be getting back into the birthday celebration. I know you have a lot going on. Uh, what's coming up this week? We are in, uh, I mean, holiday this week. Uh, I'm local. I'm doing some stuff right around here. And then, uh, uh, but next week we get back on the road. Portsmouth on Thursday, followed by Boston Friday, Saturday. Dude, I cannot wait for that run. We're going to be heading out to New England, the Northeast, I remember you telling you that story when I was younger. My dad was, you know, we were we were in New England. Sure. I didn't know that. So I said, how far are we from New England? Why don't you ask the server? <laughs> so we can all laugh at you. <laughs> I'm going to do that in the Hampshire. I've never been to New Hampshire. Dude, I've never been to New Hampshire, but more excitedly, Jim, my I was told by a buddy of mine, Dean Reedy, that Portsmouth... And he was involved in building a bridge over there. He wow. works for Central Steel and Wire. Man. He works with them. He has okay. his own company. All right. But he uh, isn't big in the steel biz. They worked on a bridge there that goes to Maine. Come on. Right across the bridge. Jim, we're going to knock off two states. I can't wait. By going to Portsmouth. Oh, yeah. Maine is one of the three states I've never been to. Uh, I'm going to get some lobster. I've I never been there wait. either. That's awesome. I'm knocking two states off my list. Let's go. We're going. All, All right. right. So see us there at the Music Hall in Portsmouth. Laugh Boston that weekend, Friday and Saturday. Going to be a lot going on in Boston. The New York Yankees are playing the Red Sox that weekend. A little competition there. So we're going to have a lot of great stuff coming up the weekend after that in Arlington at Draft House. Yeah, back to VA. In Virginia. So come on out and see us. Interact with us online. Review. Subscribe. Tell your friends. And uh, we'll be back with the 140th. Can't wait, Bram. See you then. In July. Bye.